Thank you for joining us today on our podcast and on Facebook and here on Saturday morning. Love you all. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Was it 96 degrees yesterday? <laughs> Was it? We, cooling trend. We command a cooling trend in Jesus' name over the Southland. We want rain. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to take our offering before we get in the message. It's good to be able to give. Amen. Haggai 2 says this. If you want to turn to Haggai 2.6 with me. Haggai 2.6 says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more it is a little while, and I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations, and I will fill this temple. Say this temple. Say my temple. With glory, says the Lord of hosts. Verse 8 says, The silver is mine and the gold is mine. So he links the glory to the gold and the wealth. Amen. Wealth is linked to the glory of God. The glory of God, according to Exodus 33, is three things, really. The presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God. And if you study that word goodness out, it means wealth and every good thing. So the glory of God is connected with the wealth of God. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple. Say, I'm alive in the last days for a reason. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, say this place, I will give peace. That's shalom, that's nothing missing and nothing broken. Well, I believe that over this service today, amen? In this place, I will give peace, says the Lord. Shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. All you have to do is release your faith, reach out and take it, amen? And you can have it. And go with me to Malachi, Malachi the Italian prophet. We saw in Haggai there, the Lord of hosts, and it's all over that book of Haggai according, uh, pertaining to wealth. And here again in Malachi, the Lord of hosts is used, literally the Lord of Seboeth or the Lord of heaven's armies in relation to the tithe. And Malachi 3.10 says, Bring all the tithes into my storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the floodgates of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer, the thief, John 10.10, Jesus said in John 10.10, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Say, my business is blessed. My business is blessed. All the time. time. Say, my business business is backed by heaven. heaven. And everything I put my hands to. to Prophets. See, the devil brings circumstances to try to get you to stop confessing that. Amen. But whatever you put your hand to, the Bible says prophets. So you just tell that to him right back in his face. Amen. Nor shall your vine or business or work or job fail to bear fruit for you in the field. Out there in the economy, out there in the world. Amen. Says the Lord of hosts. And all nations, say all nations, will call you blessed. Say I'm blessed. 
for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. So we ought to be delightful. Amen. <laughs> we ought to be delightful to be around. Amen. Praise God. So let's just pray over this service. Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. We thank you, Lord, that it is done. It is written in heaven whatever we write on earth as men with our own tongues and mouths. We give you the praises, Lord, for the cord of three strands is not easily broken. And where two or three agree and touch on anything, it is done for them. Thy word spoken over Kelly is done in the name of Jesus according to your word. And we thank you, Father, for it. We just freely receive your word and count it done. Amen, amen. Faith just simply receives. We give you all the praises for it. Amen, amen. And Lord, we pray over our offering today that every seed comes back in a hundredfold to everybody who gives, to everybody who sows into our meeting, into our message, and into the word of God that's going forth, into the atmosphere and into this area, and over the wavelengths on Facebook worldwide and on our podcast as well. We thank you, Lord, for the message of faith, the message of hope, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we bless you for it, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. Well, I had notes on um, righteousness, uh, but the Lord uh, scratched that this morning, and we're going to talk on love instead. Scratch! <laughs> so I got the whole message this morning. <laughs> instead of throughout the whole week, but I was preparing for it. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Uh, so we're going to talk on love, but I first I do want to hit on one verse. Go with me to Romans 8 before we get into love. Romans 8. Say this word's for me. This word's for me. I'm sharing this word for somebody. Amen. Yes. Romans 8. Number 1. There is therefore now. Say now. Now. No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, period. So there is no, for now, no condemnation to you. I have good news for you today. Who's ever been trying to condemn you like the devil, and he uses men to do it as well. There is therefore now no condemnation to you who are in Christ Jesus, period. So you can just cast off those words from your life, amen, they're not true. You can cast off those lying vanities, they're not true. They contradict the word of God, it's a lie. This is truth. I like what Brother Terry said. The, the Bible is not true. It's truth. It is truth. Amen? This is ultimate truth. This is the truth. So anything that comes against this, and the devil uses man to do it, uh, dismiss it and throw it off of your life. Don't even take it upon your back. Amen? Uh, you got to be like one of those little ducks under the water that just everything just rolled right off their back. Amen. Just keep on ducking. Amen. No, I'm not going to take that word. I ain't going to take that curse. I'm under the blessing. Amen. There is therefore now no condemnation to me, devil. So get, you know, that's the devil who's condemned. Amen. And uh, Jesus said, by your words, you shall be justified. And by your words, you shall be condemned. Not by others' words, but by your words. Amen. Condemnation can only attach itself to your life and spirit through your own voice, through your own words. So refuse to speak into those words. Refuse to rephrase those words and say them out of your own lips. Amen? And refuse to give place to the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy through condemnation. Amen? He'll try to take your words of faith through condemnation. Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm a worm. I'm a sinner. I haven't been saved. All that garbage will come to steal your words of faith. Amen? Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I am a speaking, commanding spirit. I am a speaking, commanding spirit. 
what I say comes to pass in my life. Not the words of others. Say, I'm in charge of my life down here. And I have whatever I say. Not what other people say about me. I am living to please one. And that's my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I don't care. I don't give a flip what other people think. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. You know, you're always you're only living for one, amen? You're only going to come before the judgment seat of Christ, not the church. You're only going to come before the judgment seat of Christ, amen? It's going to be one-on-one, -on -one, face to face with him. What'd you do? How'd you do it? What'd you do with my name? Amen. The life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who uh, love it will eat the fruit thereof. Blessing and cursing are in the power of the tongue. Amen. Life and death, condemnation and justification all come through the lips. Amen. So say it again. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're blessed. <laughs> and verse 2 says this. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has what? Has made us free from the law of sin and death. Amen. Say I'm free from the law of sin and death. So now there's a higher law in effect. And that law is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Amen? Spiritual law that can't be broken. Say, I rebuke condemnation. I rebuke, condemnation. I rebuke sickness and disease. Get away from my house. Get away from my children. Get away from God's bought body. I am God's property. And I refuse the curse to come upon it. I'm in the blessing, I'm in the blessing of, the of the Lord. And that blessing makes me rich. In spirit, soul, and body. And he adds no sorrow with it. There is therefore now no condemnation to me who am in Christ Jesus. Woo, glory. That's just a praise right there. Amen. That's something to shout about right there. I refuse to take condemnation, the devil's trap. Amen? So condemnation comes to steal your faith and to keep you from speaking faith words that change everything. You want to write that one down. Say with me, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. And the Bible says you haven't been born of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible through the living word of God. Amen? You are an incorruptible being made in the same exact image and likeness of God. Say, I'm whole. I've been made complete in him. The maker of heaven and earth. Say, I'm the permanent righteousness, the permanent righteousness of God in Christ. And the devil can't touch it. What's written in blood is written in blood forever. Amen. No matter how hard the devil tries, he can't touch your spirit made in the same exact image and likeness of God. All he has access to is the soul realm and the flesh realm. So just rebuke, rebuke the hell out of him. Amen. Yeah. Praise God forevermore. I love this verse. This, work, this verse brought me much joy this week. John 3, 2. 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, I wish above all things. Say, I'm his beloved. I'm his beloved. I wish above. So this is God's greatest wish for us, his children, his beloved. Amen. He says he wishes above all things that you may prosper and live in health just as your soul prospers. So see, it's your soul, man, that needs to be renewed. Your spirit's perfect, amen? Your soul needs to be renewed and transformed through the word of God, amen? 
The word is his power. The word is his power. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 13, if you will. 1 Corinthians 13. Thank you for supporting us. We love you guys. <laughs> Say small but mighty. The Lord's only needed a remnant. Amen. Somebody's going to get this message. Amen. And run with it. You know, it's the doer of the word that gets blessed, not the forgetful here. Amen. I hope we all do this word. Amen. I hope we all do this word. That's my prayer. That we can make us doers of the word and not just hearers only, forgetting who we are. But sear it into our spirit through action. Take this word, Holy Spirit, and dwell it into our hearts, each one of us, that we may act upon the word in aggressive love of the brethren. We give you all the praises for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. amen. You know, the Bible says God is three things. It says he is light, he is love, and he is life. And um, <laughs> all three of those are on the offense. They dominate. Amen. Life dominates death. Love dominates hate. And light dominates darkness. Amen. Darkness dissipates when light is entered into it. Same with love and life. Amen. They're dominated forces. It's who God actually is. He is light. He is love. And he is life. Amen. Amen. So anything contrary to that is not God. Amen. It's the enemy. So you can dismiss it and turn from it because you're not in his camp anymore. Amen. Yeah. You're in the kingdom of light. You've literally been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and transferred into the son of his love, the kingdom of light. Amen. But 1 Corinthians, a lot of us are familiar with 1 Corinthians. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13 says this and verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. How many of us speak with other tongues? He's referring to speaking in new tongues, which is one of the manifestation, the gifts of the Holy Spirit which every believer should have, Paul said. He said, I wish you all pray in tongues. I pray in tongues more than you all. And this is the man who got fresh revelation from Jesus himself and wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. I think he's a good man to follow, amen? So I pray in tongues every day and make sure I pray in tongues every day. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, so get that, angels are listening when you pray in tongues, and they understand it, they comprehend it, and they're performing your words, your prayers, when you pray in the unknown tongue. But have not love. So if you're not walking in love, if you've gotten outside of our royal command of love, your praying is doing you nothing. <laughs> it's unfruitful. It says here you have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, so he goes through the gifts here. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Meaning all those religious works are now done in vain if they're not done through the heart and spirit of love, the agape love of the Father dwelling in each one of us. Love suffers long and is kind. So this is who God is. This is who love is. This is what love is. Amen? You ought, to get, you ought to memorize these. 13, 4 through 8 in the Amplified is great. This is the New King James, however. 13, 4, love suffers long and is kind. Say, I'm kind. I'm kind. And long-suffering. Long See, that's just a born-again product of your born-again nature. And the first fruit of your born-again spirit, man, is love. Amen? So yeah. now you are these things. You were made these things in the same exact image and likeness of love himself. Right. 
Love suffers long. Say it again. I'm long suffering. I'm long suffering. And I am kind. And I'm kind. So to deny those things is to deny yourself. Amen. You were created to walk in love. You were created a lover. Amen. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked. Oh, that's a good one. That's the little thorn right there. Is not provoked. Amen. I refuse to be provoked. Ugh. Flesh, get back. Amen. I'm walking in love today. I have a royal commandment. I'm, again, I'm living to please one. Amen. And his commandment he gave me is love. If I'm in love, I'm looking good. Amen? Amen. My faith's going to be working. Things are going to be flowing if I'm staying in my royal commandment of love. Amen? The blessing's going to be encompassing me as with a shield. Amen? Amen? Stay in your love command. Amen? Glory to God. That's a word from Jesus. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Stay in your love command. Does not seek its own. It's not provoked. And it thinks no evil. So again, walking in love thinks no evil. It'll guard your heart and your mind. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. What's the truth? The word is the truth. Amen? It rejoices in the word of God. Bears all things. Believes all things. So again, faith is linked to love here. Paul said, your faith worketh by love. So faith is linked to love. No love, no faith, no results. Amen? Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Love hopes. Amen? Love believes. If you're walking in love, you're going to be a believer. Amen? Not an unbeliever. You're going to be rejoicing in the word of God, not the words of the devil. Amen? Walking in love. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Say, I can endure all things through the mighty force of the Father who lives in me now. You can't do it in your own strength, but you can do it in His. Amen? And he'll give you the strength you need. Verse 8 says this, love never fails. Of course it doesn't. It's who God is. And he can't fail, amen? He's God. Love never fails. Say it with me. Love Love never never fails. fails. So that's not sometimes. That never fails. And under every circumstance, it never fails, amen? Love is the key to victory in this life. To reign in this life as kings and queens, amen? is the love life. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. You're not going to be praying in tongues in heaven. Whether uh, there is knowledge uh, by the gift of the Spirit, it will vanish away. For we know in part down here on the earth, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. Talking about the gifts. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, or of maturity, I put away childish things. Meaning Paul recognized what was childish and what wasn't. And he endeavored to put those things away now, amen? I put away childish things. Say, I'm grown up in him. And I put away childish things. So what caused you to sin when you were 17 ought not to be causing you to sin when you're uh, 40. Amen? You've put away childish things. Amen? So I put away childish things. This is from the greatest Christian who's lived, in my opinion. 
I put away childish things. Say it again. I put away childish things. I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. So you're going to see him face to face. Amen? Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. Notice there, you're known in full. Amen? You may have a, a partial knowledge of God, but he knows you in your fullness. Amen. In every complexity, in every area of her life, He is fully aware of you and every part of you. Amen? You are fully known by the Father in every area of your life. Say it with me. The Father knows every single area of my life. Let that sink in. Every single area of your life He's aware of. Amen? That leads me to believe the love and to confess the love He has for me. Because I know he's aware of every circumstance, test, and trial. I will endeavor to believe in his love and to confess his love over my life under every circumstance. Because love never fails. He never fails. Amen? He knows. Don't speak against God. Speak for God. Amen? Speak with God. Align your words with his and live abundant life in Christ Jesus. Amen? It's when you go astray and talk like the devil that the devil comes in and destroys your house and family. But when you talk like God, you get God results. Amen? Say, I put his word into my mouth and get his results. And they're better than our results. Amen? His word will go so much further than our hands. Amen? His word works. Amen? Praise God. And now abide faith, hope, and love, verse 13, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So love worketh faith, and love worketh hope. Amen? If you're walking in love, you're going to have more hope. Amen? If you've been depressed lately, like our message last week, eliminating depression, get back in your love command. Amen? Love eliminates depression. Amen? Hope arises and thrives in a household and a, and a place of love. Amen? Where love is, God is, because it's who He is. If you want to bring God on the scene, just love like Him. Amen? Believe the love and confess the love. And chapter 14, verse 1 says this, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. So here we see we're not supposed to pursue spiritual gifts, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, but we're to pursue love. This is what we chase after in this life. This is our number one commandment. This is our number one quest in this life is the love command. Amen? The love quest. The quest of love. Being perfected in love. Amen? I'm not to chase after the gifts. I'm to chase after love. If I'm made perfect in love, the gifts are just going to function automatically because it's who God is. Amen? See, I'm after the character of God, not what he has. The gifts will pass away. Love never will. It's who God is. Amen? And I'm after, I want character development for us. Amen? So I'm going to meditate and focus on the love of God because it's who God is. I'm going to even put that above faith because it's who God is. God is not faith. He has faith. He is love. Amen? So love's foremost and first in my eyes. Amen? Because faith worketh by love. Amen? I know Brother Egan was commanded to teach my people faith. And he went all over the world teaching faith. Amen? And he said in the month that he taught faith, he'd always do one message in there on love. Why? Because faith worketh by love. Amen? He said he owed divine health for 40 years, not to the faith command and to live in my faith, but by his love walk. Amen? Of course, faith was involved, but faith worketh by love. Faith just naturally flows in a place of love. Amen? 
You don't have to work it if you're walking in love. Amen? Faith just flows naturally. Faith cometh. Amen? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Said he owned uh, 40 years of divine health through his love commandment, through walking in love. This was his number one quest, to walk in love. Amen? And he lived a fruitful, productive life and raised up so many disciples I can't even count them. All Rhema Church came out of him. Amen? Wow, and they're everywhere now, all over the world. Praise God forevermore. Said he owed 40 years of divine health through his love commandment. Amen? And God's not a respecter of persons. If it worked for him, it'll work for you. Amen? Say, I walk in love. I walk in my Father's footsteps. Who is love? Amen, amen. Walking in love shows us who God is. That's a revelation the Lord gave me today. If you want to know who God is, start walking in love. Walking in love shows us who God is. Amen. Glory. And love doesn't just put up with people. Flesh can do that. People outside of the kingdom can just put up with people. On the job, there's plenty of employers who just put up with their bosses and say nothing. Who aren't saved. Who don't have the agape love in them. Amen? So that's a flesh work just to put up with people. Love actively pursues them. Love actively pursues people. It's action. Amen? It's giving gifts and tokens of kindness. It's doing action and putting action to your faith, which worketh by love. Amen? So if love's not there, it profits you nothing. But if you're walking in love, it profits you everything. It's who God is, and you'll get God results. Amen? So love doesn't just put up with people. It actively pursues those people. So what do you have to do to actively pursue love with others? And God will give you what you need to do. Amen? Whether it's to talk to them, to confront them, to buy them a gift, to send them on a cruise. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. Amen? to rid your life out of offense and get off the fence and start walking in love and in the glory of the Lord. Amen? The whole kingdom worketh by love. Praise God forevermore. Love is our number one assignment. Jesus said this, This is my commandment, that you love one another, that your joy may be full. So under the New Testament, we have one commandment, not just 633 like the Old Testament. Amen? Aren't you glad we just have to focus on one thing, love, now? That should be our focus, is just love, amen, because it's who he is. Our one commandment now is love. This is my commandment, Jesus, that you love one another, that your joy may be full. So the more I walk in love, the more joyful I am. And that goes for anyone who'll do the same, amen. People have marked me as a joyful person. It's because of the love command, amen. I owe it all to the love of God that's living within me, amen. If you're joyful, you're a lover. If you're hateful, you're not a lover. Amen? If you're bitter, you're not a lover. Just get back in love quickly. Amen? <laughs> and fulfill God's plan for your life. The more you walk in love, the more you'll walk in abundance, health, and revelation. It's who God is. Praise God. Is anyone getting something from this message? Glory. That your joy may be full. How many of you want your joy full? Well, there's the commandment. If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Praise God. Love one another as I have loved you, he said. And greater love has none than this, but to lay down its life for its friends. Then he said, you are my friends if you do what I command you. 
So the true friends of God are the ones that are walking in His royal commandment of love. These are the friends of God. Amen? These are the ones you want to be friends with who are walking in love. Amen? Those are the friends of God. And hey, I want them to be my friends. Amen? Friends of God are walking in the love command. Amen? Those are the ones I want as friends. How about you? That'll love you unconditionally? That'll love like Jesus? Amen? The love walk. So the friends of God do what he says. They're doers of the word and not forgetful hearers. Praise God forevermore. Another verse on love. The love of God has been shed abroad where? In our hearts. That's our spirit man, our inner man. Through the Holy Spirit. Amen. So say that with me. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart through the Holy Spirit. So now I have the power to love. Unconditionally. Amen. You don't need to like people. That could be revelation for some of you. But you do need to love them. God didn't tell you to be friends with everyone. He told you to love everyone. Meaning you don't need to spend time with everyone. Like I said, make friends, hang out with people who walk in love. Not in hate and destruction. Amen? So he didn't tell you to like them. He told you to love them. Amen? You can love them from a distance. Praise God. Love doesn't need to be all buddy-buddy, touchy-feely. No, love is a spiritual act, not a physical even. Amen? It can manifest itself in the flesh, obviously, but it starts in the spiritual realm, amen? Because God is a spirit and it's who he is. Starts in here, the agape love. and comes out from us, amen? Into our mind and into our hands and into our flesh and feet, amen? And carries out that commandment, amen? Praise God, hallelujah. So the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit, and I love this next verse. The love of God constrains us. Has anyone felt that? <laughs> has anyone felt like the Lord has wrapped a bungee cord around you when you want to lash out and is harnessing you back? That's the Holy Spirit in you. That's the love of God in you constraining me. When my mouth and tongue want to lash out at Clarissa or someone on the highway or anyone like that. Anytime. We're all tempted in the same area. Amen? The devil comes against marriage. Have you noticed? <laughs> Praise God. He's come against the family unit. So everyone's going to be tempted in their marriage to lash out at the ones they love. Amen? But the love of God, if you've been born again, you have the love in God in your spirit constraining your lips. Amen? Holding you back from lashing out with your tongue that will ruin your life and relationships. Love never fails. Amen? The love of God constrains you. That's the Holy Spirit there pulling you back. And I have felt that on many occasions. Nope, not going to... It's like someone just duct taped my lips. Can't say that. That's the Holy Spirit. And if I follow His leading, I'll be blessed. Amen? And strife won't come into my house, and sickness and disease and poverty and lack, and all the curse of the world won't be allowed in because I'm staying in the love of God and the Holy Spirit's there constraining me. Praise God for the Holy Ghost. Amen? Not by power, but my, or by my, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. Praise God, we got the Holy Spirit in us, constraining us in the love of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So the love of God constrains me. Am I the only one who has felt held back in that area? Constrained, tied up, like I can't move. Don't say this. Don't do it. Amen. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and let the love of God flourish. See, if you don't say anything, it'll just pass right on by. The moment you speak into it is the moment that circumstance will overtake your life. And then it's prolonged and prolonged 
and prolonged. Again, Kenneth Hagin owned yeah. 40 years of divine health through walking in love. Amen. Amen. Prolonged sickness, get, get right back up. Find the curse, find it where it came in, and then do whatever you need to do to make amends and get right back in your love commandment again. So your health and body can flourish because God's not a respecter of persons. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Say, if it'll work for Brother Hagin, <laughs> it'll work for me. Hallelujah. He's on record saying that. Praise God. And the Bible also tells this, and I have a story to go along with this. <laughs> it says, the love of many will wax cold in the end days. Has anyone seen that in the world? Absolutely. Or in the church or in their own lives even? The love of many will wax cold. That's believer and unbeliever. Amen? So again, find that needle in the haystack. Those, those members in the body of Christ who are walking in the love of God and make friends with them. Amen? Praise God. The love of many will wax cold. <laughs> I was at Chevron. I got a... I got a nail in my tire in the Fiat yesterday, and it was going, doo -doo -doo. I was like, what is that? And I found a bolt in there, so I didn't want to pull it out and have a leak because I didn't have the tools to fix it, so I took it to my Chevron right here. And the whole gas station's closed down and roped up with warning tape, but the mechanics are still there, and there's three of them just standing right there. And the guy's testing the pumps, another guy who owns a business who's testing all the pumps, and this lady pulls in in a red Lexus, and... Um, uh, you know, our pastor, uh, Beth Webb, has a red Lexus. And I said, oh, it's Miss Beth. <laughs> oh. I call her Miss Beth. Yeah. And uh, nope, it wasn't Miss Beth. Oh. It was this lady who got out and started yelling at everyone. Oh, wow. Yelling at the attendant. I was just here two hours ago, and they still weren't fixed. What the heck? And just went off on the guy and his assistant who were testing the pumps, going about their business. And then she turned on the mechanics and started yelling at them. And I had just pulled up <laughs> in my Fiat, amen? And I had two decisions, to get involved or to shut up. <laughs> and Proverbs went through my head. If you find a woman in fence, run to the rooftop. Flee to the rooftop. So I didn't say a word. I just let her go. And then she drove off, and then I ministered to others who were left. Amen. She's stuck in a fence. I can't help her. There's nothing I can do for her. There's nothing God can do for her. She's in a fence. And some of the church, some of the members in church are still in a fence and wondering why God's not moving. Why can't he move for me? Because uh, his hands are tied because you tied them in a fence. You got to get out of a fence. It wouldn't have mattered what I said to her. A fence is there, the stronghold's hurt there, the devil has her captured, and I can't untie her until she unties herself. And neither can God, amen? God, many people are blaming God for all the stuff that's happening to them, all the bad, when they have his hands tied through a fence. So you got to get out of a fence, amen? And this is, again, our number one quest. I'm seeking after love, and he'll show me everything that I need to get myself out of to allow him to come in with peace, love, joy, and the entirety of the kingdom. Amen? Yes. But she was there yelling at everyone. And when she left, I just went around and talked to everyone and praised God and got everyone happy again. Amen? And then another guy came up, and I was like, what's with Mission Viejo? And the Lord told me, you got to bind drug use in Mission Viejo. There's still a lot of drugs, and people are still taking a lot of drugs. And like, you got to pray over Mission Viejo for drugs, amen? And bind that spirit of drugs over here. Uh, people were just off their rocker. I was like, what's up with Crazyville, amen? <laughs> wow. Uh, but the love of many will wax cold. <laughs> Has anyone seen that out in the world? Oh, yeah. Offense is just rampant. 
So you got to be ultra protected to not give place to that offense. Because the devil wants you to get offended. To take offense so that he can have you captured to do his will. Amen. To stop living like a Christian who walks in love. And to start doing his will. Amen. So we guard against offense. And how do we do that? Again, the love of many will wax cold in the, in the end times, in the end days. And offense will keep you in bondage. Jude 20 says, But you, beloved, say, I'm his beloved. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit, keeping yourselves in the love of God. So praying in tongues helps keep you in your royal commandment of love. That's what it says here. I pray in tongues. I'm kept in love. I keep myself in my faith. And I keep myself in my love commandment through praying in other tongues. The word and prayer keeps us in love and keeps us in him. Without the word and prayer, we're done with. We will forget who we are and function just like the world does in offense. So if you're bitter today and you've held grudges and you've been bitter and you've held on to offenses and unforgiveness, now is the time to set yourself free so the Lord can come in and minister to you. He cannot minister to an unforgiving heart. And the world seems to know this. A-A-N-A, all these programs tell you about forgiveness, that you need to forgive. Psychologists, some, some of them are psychologists, <laughs> will tell you that you need to forgive. Forgiveness seems to be the first step, and the world seems to know it. But it came from Jesus, amen? Forgiveness starts with us, not with God, not with others. Forgiveness is a personal quality decision that sets you free for God to come in and mend your heart, your home, your body, and every area of your life. It starts with forgiveness, amen? So Lord, I forgive myself and I forgive others. I forgive everybody who's ever trespassed against me or has ever tried to use me manipulatively. I forgive them in Jesus' name. I let them go now in Jesus' name. I refuse to harbor resentment toward them as long as I live from this moment forward. And Holy Spirit, show me what I can do to walk in love toward them. Show me what their love language is that I can freely give them. For I freely received and I freely give. You'll supply the means to do it. You'll supply the methods to do it. You supply and back your commandments with heaven. You fulfill your promises to me. And as I make a quality decision to walk in your commandment, my commandment of love, you give me all the means necessary to do it with. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for touching every body, every head, every infirmity, every sickness, every disease amongst your body, and cleansing it out of the way with all offense, hatred, and variance. Bitterness will bring sickness. I let that go in Jesus' name. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to not walk in love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Let's just all end by praying in tongues and building ourselves up on our most holy faith. You can stand if you want. You can jump and dance because you have been set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love has set you free. You know, he heals us because he loves us. He saved us because he loved you. Amen. He prospers you because he loves you. The whole kingdom worketh by love and so should you. Amen. So should we. Say, I endeavor to walk in love more than I ever have. Relying on the agape love and power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within my born-again man. I commit this to you, Lord, and I expect to flourish in every area of my life because of it. I walk in love and your word says, if I be willing and obedient, I'll eat the good of the land. I'll drive the good of the land. I'll wear the good of the land. And I'll live in the good of the land. Because I endeavor to walk in love like never before. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us today. We love you. I hope everyone got something from this message. And I hope